Nicola Willis, National Party's finance spokesperson with us. Hi, Nicola. Hi. Thanks for waiting and sorry for bumping you for Barry, but, you know, he asked. Um, well, it's pretty special to have him commenting from the hospital bed. Good <laughs> on him. He's got a heart like a lion. It's got, it's got to be a first day. Um, are you guys going to, to, to include New Zealand first on numbers like we saw just now? Well, look, I think what the poll shows is while there's clearly a mood for change, the election is still extremely close. And our message is a very simple one. The only way to ensure change is a party vote for national because a vote for any other party risks three more years of Labour beholden to Te Party Māori and the Greens. Yeah, so that would be a coalition of chaos. Are you going to include New Zealand first? Well, we've stuck to our guns, which is if you want a change of government, vote for us. It's not our job to uh, court any other party or to promote any other party. Uh, we hope that on this poll, people can see there's still a risk that the government doesn't change. And if people want to change the direction of the country, if they want to change the government, they should give their party vote to national. If you had a choice between ACT and New Zealand First, who would you choose? <laughs> well, I would choose a national-led government, and that's <laughs> what we want, and the voters will choose who gets there after election night. How good is your relationship with ACT? I mean, David Seymour was panicking and spinning out for the last couple of weeks. Did anybody in national give him a call and say, settle down, mate, you're threatening the whole thing? Well, we were on stage together for the finance debate and I think we found agreement on a lot of issues. You know, when Grant Robertson or James Shaw are standing there with all of the wasteful spending that's gone on for the past few years, I look at David as someone who agrees with me. We need more disciplined spending, we need lower tax, less regulation, delivery of infrastructure, higher education standards. We agree on that stuff. How did Treasury, I mean, am I being unfair thinking that Treasury is being a little bit crappy at their jobs getting the current account deficit prediction so badly wrong just a week ago? Well, there have been a lot of Treasury forecasts that have been out. That is the reality of economic forecasting. Of course, the Reserve Banks see things a bit differently by their predictions. Uh, we're in recession at the moment, whereas the Treasury thinks we've bounced out of it. So only the data can really tell us yeah. what the current account actual data tells us. In simple terms, we are living beyond our means. But Nicola, come on, you're a high achiever. You're surely not going to stand for this kind of nonsense from Treasury, aren't you going to ask them to up their game? Well, I think that the Treasury should be very focused on forecasting. And in recent years, they've been doing a lot of other things, which I would say are nice to have. Yeah. And there's all sorts of reports like what? that they can issue. Oh, well, they've had to do a huge amount of work on pages and pages of well-being reports and um, interdepartmental consultation and all of that sort of thing. Well, I think their focus needs to be on forecasting, on ensuring value for taxpayers' money and on ensuring good yeah. crown accounting. And when we do that exercise that we've already said we're going to do, when we say to departments, go and find us some savings, uh, my expectation of Treasury will be that they tell me, what they're going to do to do their core job uh, well. Are you going to stop these wellbeing budgets? Well, what is the wellbeing budget? Uh, either? I don't know. Uh, really, it is spin. It is okay. just spin because actually by every measure that you care to think of, whether it's housing affordability, health surgery waiting lists, educational achievement, we've gone backwards. So you can put a stamp called wellbeing on it, but it doesn't mean you deliver it out the other end. Okay, what are you going to do about the current account deficit? We can't carry on like this, can we? No, we can't. It's unsustainable. And so what we need to do is we need to grow the productive basis of our economy, which means we need to back exporters, we need to sell more value to the world, uh, and we need to get inflation under control. 
So from our perspective, it's about doing simple things like reducing the regulatory burden on our farmers, working alongside them instead of against them. It's about ensuring that the environment for businesses is good. So things like repealing the so-called fair pay agreement legislation, which actually is a big risk to many businesses. It's ensuring that we have an environment in which investment is encouraged, in which there's lower tax. And all of those things together give businesses confidence. And when they invest in more productivity, then we get more exports out of the other end. Our economy gets back into balance. What tax are you going to lower? We're going to lower income tax for working people, Heather. We're completely committed to that. We're going to ensure that we reduce the tax that landlords are facing at the moment that is punitive and is affecting tenants. We're not going to increase petrol tax. Yeah, but that stuff's not productive, right? That's not for the productive economy. So what are you going to do for businesses? I'd argue completely the opposite. There is nothing more productive than a worker working a good hour. And at the moment... Yeah, our the current account thing- deficit, Nicola, is, is about us selling more stuff overseas. So you have got to make... I mean, there's no point us selling stuff to each other and buying stuff off each other. It's how you get, how you get those exporters growing. So do you reduce taxes for them? Well, I agree that it is about us selling more to the world and is absolutely about backing exporters. But when you talk to an economist about what's going to make our economy more productive, you do need to ensure that your work incentives are good, that your tax incentives are good. All of that collectively means that we get more out of our economy. So all of these things add up. And the way that National looks at it is we've got to be thinking about A, the government's own spending being more disciplined. We've got to think about B, lower tax, C, lower regulation. D, we've got to be thinking about skills and training. So we've had a problem where we've had lowering levels of educational achievement. That's going to hold us back in the medium term in a big way. Okay. Uh, And and, and infrastructure that supports productive growth. In in the spirit of TVNZ's debate, I'm going to give you some rapid fire questions. When's your full financial debate uh, plan coming out? Uh, Before early voting commences. Okay. The mini-budget, or is there a mini-budget before Christmas? We are going to have more to say about that because there are rapid changes we will need to make if we are elected to lead the next government. I know. So Farmac, they are short on money if we don't keep this extra funding going. Will you give them the extra funding? Uh, We are going to increase funding for Farmac every year as well as the increases we've already announced for cancer treatments. We're aware of that fiscal hole that the government has left in Farmac's budget and we will ensure it's addressed. Great. Who's playing Chris Hipkins in Luxon's debate prep? (laughs) There's been a range of people, and I can assure you it's not me. Why are you guys keeping it a secret? Uh, Because we don't like to reveal everyone's identity. You know, it was revealed some years ago that I played Helen Park and Cinder Ardern in debate. And ever since, every time I'm at a party and people have had a few drinks, they ask me to do impersonations. I'm never going to live it down, and I'm not going to give that to someone else. I mean, I can see that that would be a bugbear. But you see, here's the problem, right? Because I don't actually really, really, really care about this, but because you don't want to tell me, now I do care about it. So... (laughs) Like you guys might have to answer. Well, maybe, it. maybe someday when there's something I really want to know from you, we can do an information exchange on this, and like then you and public will benefit from the knowledge. I yeah, like yeah. that. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, fight, I'll, I'll try and get something that you want to know. It's unlikely, and then we'll do a hostage swap. Thanks for that, Nicola. <laughs> Appreciate it, Nicola Willis, Nationals Finance Spokesperson. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.